Greetings, ladies and gents, and welcome to this latest version of uh, Tales, Tales from Tales, Outer Tales, Space, Space, where I take an HFY story from somewhere around the internet and read it aloud for your enjoyment. All the relevant links are down below. Like, subscribe, and all that YouTube comf to help this video and channel grow. Anyways, as always, I hope that you enjoy. I would just like to thank the following Tier 5 patrons and channel members for supporting the channel. Fallen Angel. Buzz Kennington, Data Magnet, and Bob the Dragon. Thank you again, and now on to the story. Story Double One Humans Are Space Dwarves, written by the Stabby Brit. Gull Vassen, senior diplomat of the Groby delegation, was in a truly abysmal mood. For three hundred years, peace and stability had been maintained by the Galactic Council, of which his people were a founding member. Today, he had the unenviable task of dealing with one of their newest and most hated members. Humanity. It has come to our attention of the Galactic Council that humanity has violated international law, Galvesan announced solemnly to the creature before him. I trust you are empowered to speak for your species. The short, bearded creature shrugged. Nobody else is going to waste their time with you, so, uh, sure. A flash of anger flicked across the bulbous face of the Groby. He stared at the tiny beam before him, not even six feet tall. Small, even for a Groby child. The human's physical stature seemed to perfectly match its immature attitude. Are you aware of the conservation treaties regarding the Zoftbar system? The human paused to retrieve a tablet from his back pocket. Let's see, um, here we are. Hmm, yes, yes, all right. I read the treaty. This is what we violated, you say. Yes, the treaty clearly states that no species may establish a colony site in orbit of any planet in the system, nor on the surface of any planet in the system. Then what's the issue, Grubby? The issue is that you've established a planetary colony on Zafbar too. Puzzled, the human looked up at the holomer flickering on the wall of the ship's meeting room. Where? he asked. Galvasen poked the holograph, causing it to flicker and distort. Right here in the mountain range. That's a duck blind. As per Galactic Council laws on the observation of endangered, preserved, or non-affiliated species, any member may establish an observation facility on any world containing said species, providing that A. The observation facility is sufficiently concealed, see Appendix A of said treaty, and B. No direct interactions occur with the aforementioned species unless absolutely necessary for the safety of said research team. It cannot be a duck blind if you have 40,000 inhabitants! The Groby shot back. Utterly unconcerned, the human grinned and answered. Ah, we built the duck blind above our colony. I see where the confusion came from now. Still, all settled, so uh, you can go. This is not settled. The treaty forbids colonization of this planet. To the Galvassan's horror, the human removed an ornately carved pipe from his back pocket and, with no regard for common decency, began to fill it with narcotic herbs. 
The treaty forbids colonies on the surface, Scrubby. I read the treaty just minutes ago. All six pages of it. Nowhere in that sad excuse for a legal document does it say you can't build a colony inside a planet. The only access is via a duck blind, with all passages done in accordance with the proper treaties concerning the use of said facility. Hidden entrance, underground colony, no laws broken. Galvasson's head began to bubble with barely contained anger. You know very well that it is not in keeping with the spirit of the treaty. The human's eyebrows narrowed as he took the most aggressive puff of the pipe the Galvasson had ever witnessed. Now you listen here, you wobbly-headed dingbat. It's not our fault that none of your sad excuses for a species knows how to draw up a legal document. When we joined your galactic community, the first thing we did was provide you with legal documentation concerning the rights and responsibilities of every species known and unknown with regards to our domains. Yes, and those documents were ludicrous. The Treaty of Sol was 300,000 pages. Exactly. I defy you to tell me you don't know what's expected of you when in Sol. But most of it was absolutely pointless. You included a section forbidding the use of non-existent superweapons. They'll exist one day, the human countered. You had an entire subsection dedicated to a zombie apocalypse. Exactly what are the odds of the dead coming back to life and feasting on the living? They're a damn sight better than the odds of you winning this argument. Galvasson gave a cry of frustration and despair. Fine, if you aren't going to behave like civilized species, we'll just have to do this the hard way. You are officially in violation of galactic law. A barking laugh answered the declaration. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Please don't do that. You left us with no... Because if you actually did have a legal case against us under the Articles of Galactic Warfare, your casus belie would only extend to the forced removal of human colonies in the Zaftbar system. And seeing as the only way into our colony is a long, narrow axis shaft guarded by the finest soldiers in the known universe, you're going to have to summon some bombardment fleet to blast us off the planet. To do that, you're going to have to blast through 20 miles of planetary crust. Do I need to spell it out? What kind of ecological disaster that'll cause for the planet? Wouldn't such wanton destruction of the conservation site be in violation of galactic law as well? Why am I asking? Here, let me quote to you the passage that proves that you're committing a war crime. No! Galvasson shrieked. You! Fine! Keep your damned illegal colony. Not illegal. Shut it! Know this, human. You have made an enemy of Groby this day. And we will neither forget nor forget this transgression. Another raucous laugh shook the room. I'm supposed to fear the grubby grudge. Listen here, snotling. Your kind doesn't know anything about grudges. You claim to have an eternal blood feud with a proxy, but you gave up on that after a hundred years. The human race still hasn't forgiven Kathleen Kennedy for ruining Star Wars, and the cow's been dead for six hundred years. So you can go, toddle off home, and get yourself labeled as a silly arse who didn't bother to read the rules before he made a claim about them. 
The spirit of the rules, clearly, Galvassa tried to protest, but the human has given none of it. Rules as written are all that count, you wazak, and as written we've got the bang to rights. So go away, look on the bright side. Your kind only live about thirty years, so it's not like anyone's going to remember your foul up for long. Well, anyone except us, obviously. You! You are... Oh, go dig a hole! Galvassin wailed as he fled the meeting room in the verge of tears. The human took a long, satisfied puff of his pipe. Maybe I will, Grubby. Maybe I will. End of story. Story number two. Well, that was dumb. Written by Admiral Marsupial Three. Humans always asked the dumbest questions. Why are people looking at me like I'm crazy? Because you're eating enough capsaicin to kill a small town, you freaking freak. Why did you refuse our mining permit? Because sending a star supernova to make a resource easier to collect doesn't meet a single legal safety requirement for mining, you gibbering psychotic ape. Why are we being barred from the Uribi system? Because they are telepathic. And the last one who met one of your species without psychic shielding started clawing his own eyes out while quietly muttering, Tentacles don't go there, over and over again. And they shouldn't have to carry psychic shielding on their own planet just because you're all perverts. Why can't I take an alien doggy home? Because it's 200 kilogram murder machine from a death world that, um... You know what? Frick it. You have fun. I'm out. We thought that when it came to insane and stupid questions, the humans were in a league of their own. Then the humans found out about a black market pleasure slave trade of a poor race called the Nahalans, ran by a little-known race called the Rolids in the Galactic Fringe. They heard how the gangs running the auctions had avoided punishment due to massive bribes paid to their government and demanded it be ended immediately. Then the Rolids managed to ask a question so monumentally stupid that it would have made someone trying to eat their own radioactive faces through a straw look like the most intelligent scholar in the galaxy. What the frick are you going to do about it? The laugh from the Nahalans could be heard even through the vacuum of space. End of story. And that, my friends, concludes this video. I hope that you enjoyed. And if you do, please consider supporting the author, even by popping over and leaving a thumbs up or a nice comment, just to show your appreciation for the story. However, if you wish to support this channel, there are links down below which will help immensely. I will see you all in the next one. And until then, I hope that you have a fantastic day. Cheers.